0: Welcome to In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and its community. Today's show, episode 27, The Mutants Are Coming. I'm Jorge, and of course, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, David. Hello, everybody. And on today's show, we got a returning champion. You know him. You love him. You want to be like him. Say hi.
1: Hello. I'm also coming.
0: Yes. Yes. That's Alan, of course, from our clan. Uh, Hello. On today's show, Rise of Iron, we're going to go over a lot of the stuff that you talk about. And today's a special episode, that's why we don't have our normal introducer. Um, it's kind of flying off the cuff. Let's go ahead and talk about it right here. Basically, the story behind Rise of Iron is the wall that stood for centuries along the Cosmodrome's southern border has collapsed. Fallen mutants now scavenge the tombs of the Golden Age, and the technology that has unearthed in the wastes is more dangerous than they possibly understand. Join Lord Saladin. Journey into the Plaguelands. Learn the fate of the Iron Lords and stop the growing threat before it is too late. So... We're on Earth again, and it appears that everything's going to start from where we were resurrected by the ghost at the beginning of the story. Everything that comes into play reminds me a little bit of Cataclysm from World of Warcraft. I'm not, I, I never really played World of Warcraft, but fans of World of Warcraft already know that when Cataclysm happened, a huge portion of the game completely changed. Things that were available before, no longer available you have a giant hole right through the wall. And possibly the only time you're going to be able to see that area in its original format is if you were to start over from the beginning. So we already know that there's going to be a giant hole in that wall. That's going to take us towards the scab land, or the Plaguelands, I'm sorry. <laughs> we ain't like, on Mars anymore. Right. <laughs> the plague lands is supposedly a special version of an Earth Patrol And it's going to have brand new enemies. And I say brand new in quotation marks because they are basically special version of Fallen. The House of Devils is back. And if you're not familiar with the different houses, the House of Devils was the one that had Sepkis Prime, which was the famous giant eyeball boss um, in the very first strike on Earth. Now, what's interesting about this is that the House of Devils, their Kel was destroyed by Saint-14. And if you guys have a chance, I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes. Take a look at the fantastic video that Bife put up not too long ago. About a, so about a couple of months ago where you hear Saint-14 doing a giant helmet smash right into the Kel, killing him instantly. It's a fantastic video. It explains everything with regards to St. 14, his relationship to Osiris, his relationship to the speaker and what's supposed to be coming in the future. And my guess, now that we have most of what rise of iron is about, my guess is what they're going to start going into with regards to destiny too. So the big enemy with regards to rise of iron are the splicers the devil splicers every single house has these splicers and if you're not familiar with what splicers do take a look at the shadow thief strike from house of wolves the boss from the shadow thief strike um why did i just forget his name tanix tanix yeah tanix discard he is a product of this splicing, a fusion of technology and bio uh, bioorganisms that fuse to become this more metallic and more robotic-like creature. Think the cyborgs from Mortal Kombat 3 and above. Basically, that's what they are. Um, and they talked about the, that we're going to have a whole bunch of arsenal, that we're going to have a significant light boost. I'll talk about that later cuz that kind of struck me too.
1: What like?
0: Um they're talking about the raid, um talking about a new strike and modified strikes. And the big bombshell that came out was that Xbox 360 and PlayStation 4. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You you, you go over there in the corner. You you go in the corner and you be legacy. You, you go bye-bye. Oh darn. <laughs> oh darn. Um like anyone plays that console anymore? Well. To be fair, per Irk on Twitter, he mentioned that 90% of the community is PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and above. And the reason I say above is because we're potentially going to get something else later with regards to, um, what is it, the... PlayStation Xbox Neo. Scorpio and the Neo. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm, I'm going to lump them all together and say and above. Which means that 10% below, obviously, is going to be your PlayStation 3 and your Xbox. In addition to that, Planet Destiny actually recently put out a scoop where they mentioned that 15% of the community on the 100.io... Is PlayStation Three or Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? So, by those two metrics, you're looking at eighty-five to ninety percent have already migrated to
1: PS Four and Xbox One.
0: Exactly. What's going to happen is in October of twenty sixteen, you're going these paths are going to divulge, and that's interesting that they mentioned twenty sixteen, August twenty sixteen. We'll talk about that later. Um, the characters' progress will progress separately on separate paths. So you're still going to be able to play Destiny Year 2 and before on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. My guess is you'll have the Year 2 version of Iron Banner or Trials of Osiris, but you won't have anything beyond that. You're not going to get any special updates with regards to the new areas in the game, new planets that may come in the future. You're going to only get probably weapon updates, maybe minor uh, updates, but nothing I don't outside think, of that. I don't think they're going to do weapon updates. I honestly think that
2: where the game sits at August is what you've got. They're going to be playing Taken King for the rest of time unless they upgrade. That's what I probably. personally think.
0: Only thing is, the, 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 only, the only counter to that that I have is they did mention that they're going to progress. And it's one thing to say that that, that whatever it is right here, it's going to stop and that's it. But they mentioned progress on PS3 and Xbox 360.
2: Well, they said they would progress separately now, because right now your characters progress together.
0: Right. So I
2: think, I mean, mean, you could still progress as long as you're not maxed. So, I mean, I just don't see them wasting the resources to bring updates to the old consoles if they're not even going to support them with new games.
0: I just think that they're that this is the first step, that they're going to do some minor updates with regards to the PS3 and Xbox 360 until Destiny 2 comes out and they migrate everybody over there. This is like the, the it's not a full cutting of the umbilical cord, it's just, that's a terrible, terrible image. <laughs> I feel so so sorry for whoever has to listen to this slightly sobering it um, but they're going to kind of you know taper off the PS3 and Xbox 360 at that point in time Um, we're going to be receiving an update soon exact details of this update 2.3.0 will be happening in a future news article they haven't really revealed what that updates about And that's pretty much it of what they were talking about yesterday. (laughs) So let's go ahead and talk about what we enjoyed and what we liked. So we'll start off with Alan, since we haven't heard from him in a while. Alan, I'm assuming you saw the the ViDoc yesterday, correct? I did. What did you think of it?
1: I thought it was... Well, compared to the other ones, this one obviously had a lot more things to say. And the new stuff obviously said, like... (laughs) Excited a lot of people, I mean, two hundred and eight thousand people tuned in to watch it for like what thirty minutes and uh, honestly, like the excitement and the way the chat was acting up, it was just really cool. but the fact that they meant that they showed off the trailer at the beginning that leaked a few hours earlier i haven't I hadn't seen it at at up to that point, and I thought it was really, really, really well done and then the galhorn thing at the end, holy shit, I thought it was awesome. The only thing was I had heard that they were going to do the the Iron Gallhorn and everyone thought that oh this like if you don't pre-order it then why then like we're going to get left out and not get a Galhorn. What excited me was that they did it right and they said it's just basically a skin which excited me because if that's a skin for a Galhorn or if it's another if By chance, that's just a skin. We might be getting more skins for the different exotics, and the plague lands as well. I'm just like I'm just thinking that where the where we start off, they're gonna the fallen. I'm just brainstorming, but the fallen are just gonna start using all like the cars and stuff, and start building, rebuilding like little fortresses around there. And just think thinking about that, all these new things that are gonna be in the plague lands and the new, well, not reskins, but reimagining of what, like, of what those fallen can do new abilities. I just thought it was really cool. And, uh, fell winter's peak that you have to retake it. Oh my God. That sounds so cool. Just going up there, fighting a bunch of enemies and then take back what the, like the freaking temple of the iron Lords, like who wouldn't want to do that? And like becoming an iron Lord yourself by the end of the story, by the end of the raid, holy crap.
0: In fact, let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit, since you, you jumped into three topics that I didn't mention. <laughs> um, obviously, the big news at the end of the, the video, well, the first video, was that Gallahorn or Yalahorn, or Gjallarhorn, or whatever you want to call it, that gun with the big rocket and the Wolfpack rounds is coming back.
1: Hi.
0: Now, you have two options. You can get it through a pre-order, which you still have to do the quest by the way to get the black skin or you do just the regular quest like like normal and you'll get the regular original skin um in order to get the black skin you have to just pre-order as i mentioned um and there were people who were really concerned and this is the problem with leaks when you do leaks like this People get concerned really, really quickly without having all the information. So the second I saw all this information popping up late night on Wednesday, I was like, "Nope, nope, I'm I'm just going to wait till Thursday because I don't. And I was like, I'm going to stay off Facebook. I'm going to stay off whatever, because I I know that people are going to start talking about this and they're not getting the full information. If you can wait this long. The day before you can just wait a couple moments more. I don't I didn't mind people watching the video. It's just when people started analyzing the video, that's when I was like, let's pump the brakes there. If you notice it said Iron Gallarhorn at the end. That's not Gallarhorn. It's Iron Gallarhorn. So I already knew that it was going to be some sort of pre-order bonus of some sort. It's just people get really, really antsy. So thankfully, when they came on, they did the video. First thing they mentioned, Galahorn. You can get it through an in-game quest. In-game quest. Did I say quest? Wow. In-game quest. You don't have to uh, pre-order to get Galahorn. You can just do the quest, get your Galahorn, and you're fine. Um, to be honest, this is how it should have been from the beginning. Um, with regards to vanilla, uh, I- I've always said that. The gun should reflect the lore behind it. And the problem that a lot of these... One of the biggest problems I have currently with Destiny is... They do whatever the gun is or whatever the encounter is. Then they put the lore. They they kind of don't work in tandem. And sometimes that leads to disjointed feelings. I mean, we, we talked about it last week with regards to the raid. Until they did the, the walkthrough with regards to the raid, I didn't know... What these different rooms really meant and with regards to vanilla destiny when they started putting in the gout the galahorn when you're looking at the lore you're like okay this is a a rocket launcher forged from the armor of fallen heroes at uh twilight gap it would have been cool if they did a mission or something with regards to twilight gap where you start the whatever and then you go and pick up pieces for Galahorn and, and throughout the Plaguelands. It, it just would have been cool that way, as opposed to just getting as a random drop. Or even if you wanted to go and and, and do this, make it so that it's one of three random drops from the, uh, the Vault of Glass raid. Just something along those lines. Not everything has to be random drops, as we learned in Taken King. One of the best exotics that we got in Taken King was uh, Black Spindle and yes you can argue saying that it's a basically year 2 version of Black Hammer which it is but you still have to admit that when you've completed that quest the first time it was kind of like the feeling when you completed the raid the first time you are like yes we did it cool you kind of jumped up you were like yes I got it you, you were all excited and you're playing around with this gun and you you, you, you have a sense of accomplishment so I when you finally get that yalahorn I'm sure people are going to be ex- just as excited. They're going to immediately equip it. They're going to be firing that gun towards everything. <laughs> All right, I'm going to chime in here. Okay. I think, yes, people will be
2: excited. Don't know if you'll be excited as you were in Spindle, though, because Spindle was hard. And from the quests we've seen um, for guns in the past, they're really not that hard. It's more just time consuming, which I really hope it's not... Uh, sleeper simulant style where it's time gated or anything like that for the quest
0: oh I definitely think that it's not going to be anything like that
2: yeah I think the only way for them to build back up the hype for Gallarhorn like it used to be uh, it'll never be like it used to be but to build it up even close to spindle style hype is they have to undo the nerf maybe not all the way but make that puppy hit hard again because right now it's it's little whimpering baby wolves. It
0: ain't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it, it, it hits really hard. Trust, mm-hmm. No, it it, it 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 go into go into old content, old content, old content. That that one week. Remember that one weird week between uh, year one and year two where they implemented the changes and stuff. Uh, I did the Skolas match, and it, I was still burning him really, really quickly with with that uh, nerfed Galahorn.
2: But it was nothing like it was before. Oh, it, it definitely but...
0: wasn't what it was before, but it was still the highest DPS in the game. Yeah, but I still want oh, to experience
2: it's, it in its full
1: majesty. <laughs> I think everyone wants to experience it in its full majesty, but if they do that again, then what's the point of equipping another exotic or stuff like <laughs> do that? Do I look like I care? Damn. That thing is beautiful. It's always gonna be equipped for me anyway. It is beautiful. But still, you gotta you gotta keep it into account you gotta put into account the like new play. well actually the new players probably wanna do that too, so I will go with your idea. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> speaking of beautiful, since I feel this is um, now open discussion about thank you. About uh the update. Is that cool, Hooray, if we go sure. open discussion? The playgelands, the the clips we've seen, that looks beautiful. Like
1: yeah, I does. think
2: if they if they were gonna design an area like what they did, that looks sweet. The paths they showed leading up to the top of Fellwinters
0: Peak look beautiful. Like I yeah. want to go play in the Plague just because it looks awesome. That first mission is gonna be amazing when you have to retake uh Fellwinters Peak to oh, yeah. basically create your own public space. Like that is gonna be a lot of fun to do. And I can't I personally can't wait for that. I just, I have a feeling that everything with regards to Iron Banner for future events, because they did mention Iron Banner is coming back. Yeah. Everything with regards to Iron Banner requires that you complete that mission and everything will be in there. Which is cool. But like, besides that, is there going to be a use for it?
2: Like, that's the thing I didn't really understand is it's like, is this going to be like another tower or is like, are we going to have little, a little robot there that can give us our bounties? Or is it going to be like the reef where it's like, eh, let's go
0: there once a week? Oh, I, d- I definitely think that, the, the, that there's going to be some use to that. There's going to be things in there. Uh, if anything, this again, this is just speculation. I have no inside information. I have nothing on this. <laughs> My guess is there's going to be something with regards to weapons and armor in there. Oh,
2: what if they put the so there's a lot of speculation right now about a new foundry. I forget what the foundry is called. It starts with an N though because of some pictures yeah. shown. Na- they put the, Nair or something like that? Yeah. What if they put yeah. the new Foundry in
0: there? I mean it it would oh. it would be cool if the Foundry wasn't what for example, you have pre-made weapons with random rolls. It'd be cool if the new foundry was get me pieces of this, this and this and then, oh, and I'll make a gun for you? And I'll make a gun for you. Oh, that'd be sick. Exactly. And I, I, it would make sense with regards to Iron Banner. I, I, as a year one player, I'm I'm going to sound uppity, but as a year one player, one of the coolest things that with regards to the Iron Banner weapons was you felt like you were kind of crafting your own role. This was before re-rolling became the fad in um, House of Wolves. In House of Wolves. Where it was OP and and everything just went like the fact that only the iron banner weapons could be rerolled, and there was specific things with regard to them. Yes, you could argue felt which is was like completely ridiculous, <laughs> but you still felt like you were crafting your own personal weapon. And when they changed it to make it for everything, it removed how special it was for those specific weapons. Right. So it would be cool if they took that concept and made it specific or that boundary or weapon or whatever you want to call it and right. just like create your own weapons on a similar point this
2: isn't like creating weapons or anything but the picture that um kind of shows like the end symbol on the gun pointing to the new foundry what nobody i've really heard mentioned through other podcasts or on social media or youtube or anything is in the same picture the warlock i think it is is holding a pulse rifle That's painted future war colors, and it looks different than the pulse rifle we have right now, the villainy. Mm -hmm. So, we can at least be expecting some new weapons from the the factions. So that's good. We haven't gotten that in a while. And new ghosts. New ghosts, yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, sparrows. And sparrows. Which is good, because that makes us a
2: bigger DLC than what we've gotten recently. It's bigger than the April update. Hmm.
0: Um with regards to the ghost, did you guys see the Rasputin theme ghost? No. That thing looks like a yeah. Frankenstein monster of a ghost. It's ridiculous. Where is, so Where is really this cool? picture? How do I miss this? It's it's in it's on Bungie.net. Um it's not really an image that you can like click out and see. It's like, oh there there it is right there. It's kind of with the uh in the arsenal pictures. So like you kind of have to like wait for it to go through the different pictures. I'll
1: mm-hmm. see if I if yeah. I
0: can pull that picture up and 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 send it to you guys but it, it's really really weird looking oh, I I see it right now
2: I'm I'm watching I'm looking at the pictures as they scroll like, it looks like there's faction ghosts like I'm pretty sure yep. I'm looking yeah, the listen like New York yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: ghosts right Yeah that's why I mentioned the ghost when you mentioned the uh the factions it's like um, there's going to be a new future war call
2: scout rifle I'm just kind of watching all these things cycle through right now mm-hmm.
0: which is which is Something that surprised me that they didn't like think. Oh, hey, you know what? I probably should have done that. Like in <laughs> in Taken King, you have uh, the one black shell that you get from Dead Orbit from doing that mission. Everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Everybody really likes it. Every yeah. It, 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 I use it for min maxing because the roll I got it was like hundred and ten percent. It was ridiculous. Well. Um the obviously the one from the raid you get the brave shell from the vanguard and Mm -hmm. you get the one from uh what is it challenge of elders there's not too many other ghosts outside of the year one shell that look different that's one of the things that that's always annoyed me because i'm I'm weird i like to have a ghost for every different type of enemy so i can just keep getting glimmer (laughs) but you can't really distinguish the differences between the ghosts. You actually have to like highlight over it. It's not like, oh, that's the arm that, that gives me pulse rifle reload, because it's the Asparita. And this is the Bog Wild one. And this is the whatever one. Like you kind of have to like scroll through it and it makes it a little bit different. The fact that there's different factions that have different ghosts means that they're going to going to pay attention more to that. In addition, I hope that they kind of do something with regards to the other guns, make them look different too. Because while we were watching the video, especially the one for the brief glimpse into the raid where it looks like you're jumping from one part of the wall to the other, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed, but one guardian had a stolen will, another yep. gu- guardian had a full on uh, what is it? Set. The desolate yeah, set, take- yeah. I was looking for the actual name um it looked like another one had the year two iron banner set and i might be wrong um then there was one of the characters that had the stolen pride the hand cannon from challenge of elders or from Uh varix i should say so there was a lot of year two stuff in there which means that most likely you're going to be carrying over a lot of this stuff and are able to infuse them up to the new light level yeah if they do that you're going to have a lot of people upset saying you did this with year two why can't you do do this with the year one stuff
2: well i mean i'm sure they they, i think everything we can infuse right now is what will be infusible but um i mean there's potential for them to do it with year one stuff if you think about it i think they just don't want you um Bringing forward, Going back to the op yeah like bringing forward the op raid guns like they don't want bird guns and basically if they exactly. say we don't want burned guns like then that's valid explanation for why you don't bring forward the oldest of stuff
0: here's the yeah. thing though I think maybe it's just the way the image looked but there was there was an image where there's a guy who's clearly using an Amalon scout rifle but it had the red Tubing around it and it's firing this red laser. The healer thing? Yeah, I saw that. And, and the, that looks like solar damage to me. Maybe maybe it's just me, or maybe it's just the effect of the gun, but that looks a little of like some sort of burn. Okay, so
2: here's here's my thing with that. And this is kinda I was gonna ask about this. Right now we don't know what the new raid armor is gonna look like, but we know that there's like this the Rasputin style armor, which is basically the the Siva armor, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. there's the uh, the iron banner style armor. Like, you guys can uh, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but they did say there's gonna be a new faction, so I'm kind of wondering if the new faction is gonna be like an I'm iron banner. Well, they said new faction, they didn't say like new enemy faction, no,
0: it's new enemy faction, yeah, yeah,
2: because I'm hoping like I was hoping for like. Because there is the Iron Lord themed armor sets. Like, what if there's like an
1: Iron Lord faction you could join or something like that? That would be cool, but I don't, who knows? Hey, both. I can hope. I would what? not
0: be surprised if there was an Iron Lord faction to build yeah. yourself up to be an Iron Lord. Um, it's just I, I the faction thing confused a lot of people. They were like, "Oh my god, a new faction!" Oh, fat, fat, fa fa fa. No, it's it's an actual. <laughs> It it's enemy faction. Um, so did Bungie yeah. say
2: it was enemy faction
0: then and I missed it. Yeah. Like? Yeah they did. Yeah,
2: they did. Okay. Um well the other thing would be that that scout rifle you were talking about that basically looks like it has the Siva stuff on on it. I'm wondering if like the Siva armor is the raid armor, and those guns are actually the raid weapons. Like normal faction guns and stuff with Siva stuff on them to make them
1: better, essentially. Mm. Maybe you get like from the raid, like some additional thing that you could go take it to the gunsmith gunsmith, and he like attaches it onto the weapon and it takes over it or something. Right. something well, like I don't
2: think like, I'm not thinking that, but if you think about it, the way the SIVA works is it's essentially like an addition to something that's already existing. Right. And that yeah. gun looks like it matches the Titan's armor. So if this Titan's armor does end up being the raid armor, then it would make sense almost that these weapons are the raid weapons.
1: Maybe, maybe. But we—it's all speculation right now. We don't know. Well, yeah, but that's the much. fun to speculate. right? But the but thing. But here's the thing: if that's the raid weapon, why would it be Ammolon? Because because it, it, what I'm saying is it's it's
2: normal weapons with Siva on them, just yes, like it's normal Fallen with Gosh. Siva on them <laughs> turned into these like super Fallen. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be like it'll be basically be like the slickest weapons that people like. So it'll yeah. be like the like everybody loves hung jury, so they took kind of that style of Amman Scout and they seeded it up.
1: Yeah,
2: and then we also while well, we're talking about weapons. The Kostov's coming back. Like what?
1: Mm.
0: Oh yeah, the, the, the <laughs> I would laugh so hard if that's an exotic weapon. I
2: think it will be. To be perfectly <laughs> honest.
0: It might be what if, oh, that's, what if that's the raid exotic. Oh that's man, I would oh, no. I would laugh. So you know what? I would love I, it. It'd be fun. I'd be okay. Look, say what you will about the Kostov. I took that many times into Crucible. It's good. Was yeah, face oh that thing's good in Crucible. I was yeah. wrecking face with the Kostov. I was like,
2: what? <laughs> no, it's a. Re- it's a really solid gun. I know. <laughs> it's so scary.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah I, I as as you can tell, we're definitely very very excited, and there's a lot of potential for a lot of good stuff from this um, from this expansion. However, let's talk about some of the stuff that kind of concerns us, and I'll I'll start off because I'm not trying to be Mister Debbie Downer here, but there was some off putting things that I know a lot of people mentioned, and let's get the let's get let's get the big thing out there, which is so far only one strike. Which may or may not be a good thing. And the reason I say may or may not be a good thing is they may do what we were talking about where they space out the strikes over the course of six months or whatever. But at the time of the game coming out, there has to be substantial things there with regards to strikes. Strikes are a very important part of the leveling system currently in Destiny. They did um, say they were
2: gonna update some strikes. the only problem is yeah. I, re- I it really gets lame like the whole oh it's taken a five strikes now they're gonna fall in a five strikes basically
0: right i I mean mm-hmm. it's it, the second that they said updated strikes I was like Sepkis crime i I oh, immediately yeah, that knew, back. I, I immediately knew se- Sepkis prime and it makes sense because hey Sepkus prime is the devil's servitor, yeah yeah so I but again we we fall into the little trap here where we're talking about year one strikes being reused for year three material, which doesn't fit storyline wise Sepki's it's prime fake
2: new content
0: right Sepki's prime is dead for better or for worse, he's dead. he shows up dead in the mission where you go to the devil's tower. he's on the ground, yeah. he's literally in pieces. Now, unless they make it so that they... They rebuild him? Uh, like, there's a second version of the Sepkis Prime where 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 they say the devils are rebuilding after the um, fallen or the, oh. the, the the taken invasion. And all of a sudden, like, you go into the room and you see the fallen, the, the, like, Sepkis Prime kind of looks mutated and stuff. Because he's clearly mm-hmm. there. Then I'd be a little a, a bit better with it. And then let's say... He goes to the top of the tower and you have to go to the top of the tower while dealing with all this stuff. Maybe I'd be uh, okay with that because then I can, I'd can i be like, okay, it's not the same strike. <laughs> it's going down the same... Bless you. you. It's not the same strike. It's going down the same path and they're doing something more to it. Then I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm a bit better with that. But if it's just what they did in year two where they just took a strike and added taken enemies to it, that would be a problem with me. Yeah, and and I don't want to see that personally. I want to see... I'm okay if it's if there's a storyline reason why you're going back through the strike. And at the end, instead of it being like the, 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 the normal boss, just the, in this case, plague version, they change it up so that it go, takes you further... Into a different part and they move things around, then I'm okay okay with it. But here's the thing,
2: and this is just, I'm probably gonna sound like just, I don't know, I don't think they have to. I'm kind of against you. And the reason why I'm saying I don't think they have to is because you replay Strikes over and over anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you kill the same boss over and over. So for story wise, it doesn't make sense for him to be alive, but it's a video game where you can go back and play the same mission. And I think they're viewing it in that aspect. And they basically just wanna refresh this old mission. Which, I mean, I'm okay with. It's something new, technically. It's not really new, but it's refreshed. And Mm -hmm. people are still going to play these same strikes. Yes, it doesn't make sense story-wise, but it is a little bit more fresh content for you to go over. And not everything is always going to make sense story-wise when you're killing the same creature over and over. Mm
0: -hmm. I I get that, but at at the same time, I don't want to be doing the same exact thing and it just being a remix.
2: Oh, I understand. I understand that, and that's that's just the whole big problem of there only being one new strike,
0: which is what we've. Well, here's the thing: like that might not be the only strike, because Activision did go out and say, "Yes, there is PlayStation exclusive content." <laughs> okay, you're right. We get two strikes. Right. Xbox yeah. players don't. I mean, and and, and the trend has been. For every DLC there's always been a strike for PlayStation players only. Right. Uh Dark yeah. Below, there was uh the uh there's not restorative mind, the the undying mind. In mm-hmm. Taken King. Actually was was there something in the House of Wolves? No, it was House just the of, one. The House strike. of
2: Wolves was a... shoot, what is it? Um Oh my god. Scion flares. Sion Flayers was in vanilla. Was yeah, it? I was in vanilla. Oh, well, that was the yeah. PlayStation from vanilla then. So, what was House of Wolves? We'll
0: get back to you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taking <laughs> King. I don't know. <laughs> Taking King was definitely the um, restorative mind. The restorative mind. And I can't wait for Xbox people who've never played that to play that strike. That's a it's, good strike. It's a fun it strike. A it's strike. a fantastic strike. Um,
1: Although, if you get a bad
0: team, then. It's like, Oh, uh, yeah, but then yeah, again, so, the so fallen saber where you want a team. Speak. Speaking of which, if if there is a strike in year two that is begging, begging for Ziva infection, it's definitely fallen saber.
1: Hell yeah! Oh, oh my, my god. god,
0: that strike is no one to begin with. Oh, goodness. oh man, I can't wait
1: to kill Ziva, sh-
0: uh, Siva Shank. So. I think it's safe to say that a lot of the, the Fallen Strikes are going to get some sort of SIVA treatment. Although, you know what's interesting? They haven't mentioned anything with regards to the Moon. They haven't mentioned anything with regards to Mars or Venus. They've mm-hmm. mentioned the Cosmodrome, the Plaguelands, and they've mm-hmm. mentioned Fellwinter's Peak. But nothing with regards to the other other stuff. I mean, yes, it does make sense that you wouldn't involve the other planets considering it's the House of Devils. Well, it's also the House of Devils. The House of Devils are entrenched in Earth. In the Cosmodrome. In Earth, right. It might be their way of leaving the Taken in it is letting the Taken stay
2: on the other planets.
1: Most likely, yeah. Well, remember, those
2: public
0: events most likely are going to go away.
2: Maybe, but if you think about it, if there's no reason for them to on the other planets, they might leave them, because there are quests that rely on going and doing them.
0: Right, but there were also quests in House of Wolves that involved the, the fallen public right. events. but those quests got changed. They got with, removed, no. Taking, which, no, they, they got removed. For which things are we talking about? A lot of the quests that you're talking about with regards to um, the public events... The only one that would show up or that would need a Taken version would be the one mission of uh, the where you go into the House King's lair.
2: Well, but there are there are parts of the Taken war on each planet that re- will require you to go versus lieutenants on those planets, which means if they get rid of the Taken, then they have to change the entire Taken war quest, which changed changes an immense amount of story for the Taken King, and anybody who goes back to play that content couldn't play it the same.
0: Right, I mean it's, that's the inevitability of it though
2: I don't know, I feel like they're gonna leave the Taken, that's just my opinion
0: they're gonna leave the Taken in the missions, but definitely the public events, given everything that has happened before these, the the Blades of Crota gone, the the Fallen Houses gone or the mm-hmm. Fallen public events it stands to reason that the only place that you're going to be able to fight Taken outside of the story missions on the planets are going to be on the Dreadnought. I don't see... I, I, it just it doesn't make sense for you to leave the Taken considering that Oryx is no longer the threat. You leave the Taken there, then you're establishing that Oryx is still a threat and therefore still relevant. And I guess a, that makes sense. And, and it's not that mm-hmm. I'm poo-pooing taken because i think that their public event is really really cool i still prefer the fallen public events because those things oh my god those things when they got ridiculous they got ridiculous really quickly <laughs> um another thing I, w- I was kind of concerned about as w- as we were talking about before we kind of diverged there is the uh exclusive items we don't know what it is yet but it's gonna be Something substantial because it always is. We already know that most likely we're gonna PlayStation people are gonna get. Oh my God. St- A new strike, a new, Born exotic, okay. a new exotic. Okay.
2: Biggest, biggest troll from Bungie ever. What if the cost of exotic was PlayStation exclusive?
0: I'm okay with. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs>
2: what? No, that'd be terrible. Uh, no, for the Xbox users, that'd be terrible.
0: <laughs> Tell them to get another gun. No, I'm joking. That's <laughs> oh terrible. Oh, my God. That's All terrible. right, so we've talked on Strikes <laughs> a bit. I'm going
2: to throw out my thing that I think is a problem with uh, the uh, thing they've talked about so far for this expansion, and that's the significant light level wording.
0: Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to talk
2: Significant light level was used for the April update, and that took us from 320 to 335, which right. is a 15-point jump. Which makes it nice and clean if there's another 15-point jump to 350, Mm -hmm. which is technically, in their eyes, significant. But to me, that is not significant.
0: Given that we're going to be in at least three new areas, and given that there's going to be a raid, it's easy to see us going at least to 360 or 370. I, I mean, I want to see 400. That's what I want to see. I would be okay with 400, but given would that be- they use the word significant. But here's the thing, too. <laughs> and maybe it's just me looking too much into it. But no, when they first said it significant for the April update, they said significant light level boost. The one guy uh, in this doc was like, a significant, significant, significant light level boost. So, um, uh, I, I, as always, take whatever they say with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. But right now, given the terminology that they've used and are the history with that word, I think it's safe to say that we're looking at or around maybe 350, 360, maybe 370. We're hoping for 400
1: everyone's hoping for three on, 375 wouldn't
0: be
2: too bad but I mean you have to look at it I mean I guess we have to look at it this way there was no raid with April update and there's totally gonna be a normal mode raid cap and a hard mode raid cap not yeah. to mention a normal play cap that you can get to so it'd be something like normal play gets you to 350 normal gets you normal raid gets you to 360 and then hard mode gets you to 370 or
0: something like that- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My question for you is then, what does that mean for Destiny 2? Uh, 400? I don't know. Unless they just
2: are like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because we need to save that for a different day. Because that is a long talk where we need to discuss if they're even going to let you bring
0: forward a quick Well, not so much. uh, I I don't mean so much the, the light level. Given that our hypothesis is that the significant light level for a normal story, we'll say three fifty, and then the max three seventy five, or whatever you, you want to go with. That means that it's not as huge a jump as what it was for us in year two. It's not like us going from one seventy to three. What was it? Three ten at the time. So that means if it's a quote-unquote significant light level boost to 375 it stands to reason that we're most likely going to get something substantial sooner rather than later
2: there's there's also the i mean no one's really they haven't said this and no one's really discussed it but isn't there also the chance that they could technically make us level
0: up to level 50 Mm. I think you need to get rid of that that whole leveling system. It just doesn't make sense anymore for Destiny.
2: I mean, it makes sense in the fact that they're locking in the new gear until you've played enough of the new story to level up to it. So you can't do something like you do with the the April update where you just stack exotics and level up super fast. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if they'll get rid of it or if they'll use it, but there is the chance that they could technically make us level.
1: Yeah, but technically, at the same time, this is this is this expansion is technically year three, but are they still going to count it as part of the Taken King?
0: I no, no, this is Rise of Iron.
1: See, but this is Rise of Iron. Yeah, it's it's weird. Bar- Iron, Iron. Yeah. So what I was thinking is, if they if we can increase our our regular level, they'll lock us up for momentarily. That we'll still be able to use our. Like our guns, our legendaries and stuff, and then we'll upgrade them once we hit level fifty. But I just again we've never really seen something like this because the last time we saw a change in our actual light was at the beginning of Taking King. And that was we left year one behind. This is a completely new thing. We're still in year two, we're going on to year three, but our guns that you see that you see in the trailer, they're still with us. And they're taking those into the raid with the death zam- death Zamboni. I almost feel like... Um, oh shoot! I just totally lost my train of thought.
0: Good job.
2: I know it's just gone. Oh, what did I almost feel like though, guys? Because I almost felt like something.
0: Is
1: your ironizing?
0: I uh, know my iron's ironizing. I was waiting for you to say something. He's been wanting to say <laughs> yes,
1: that all day. Yes. I have. Oh my god! What were you talking
2: about? You made me think of something.
0: What the <laughs> light level boost uh, and Destiny two coming in earlier?
2: Oh yeah okay i remember i was gonna say i was gonna say i almost feel like there's something special about blues mattering though so like if they did make us level to 50 and they made it like a decent amount of time to get there and blues could matter again
1: like that'd be fun Mm -hmm. but the thing is at the same time it's like oh man i don't know it depends i don't want to leave they
2: if they make us leave behind everything from Taken King, and that stuff can't be infused, then it would make sense to bump the level to 50 and make you use blues.
1: But if they're going to let
2: you infuse up the stuff from Taken King, then it makes no sense.
1: Yeah. Then again, this is all speculation. We really don't know much. Yeah, we know nothing. Exactly. Like Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow.
0: Oh, my. Anyway. (laughs) um, One thing I kind of want to want them to do is make... I don't know. Make the legendaries drop earlier. Just have it at a lower light level, and you could just build them up, kind of like what you were doing throughout the story mission of Taken King, where mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get an apple of discord, but it dropped at like it was something like two eighty. No, it was less than that. No, no, it no. Was no like 200. Something. It was like two hundred. It was like two oh five. It it was low. That was, what, yeah. that was one of the rewards my like right? right and then you just build that up or, uh, up until you get to a higher light level yeah. whatever
1: same thing yeah same thing with the sword too right. that was because it was, it was a one. quest right
0: but but yeah but it's the same the, the, the concept is that you're go- you go they already know that you're just going to transfer stuff over from one character to the other and make it so that you level that character faster they already know that
1: yeah
0: to put in some artificial barrier like the 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 leveling Yes, I mean, as as proven in Taken King, that meant nothing. You could love the second you got into the tower, you popped one of the Red Bull codes, you popped something else, and all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, level forty. It's like oh, yeah, I was level
2: forty in like uh, ten minutes. So, so wow, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I I had saved up um, bounties and then I just used the XP boost and popped all my bounties and I was level forty.
1: Mm, I did that, but I never had the XP boost because. I didn't want to buy Red Bull because I was broke. Anyway,
2: back to Rise of Iron.
0: <laughs> so, and, and I, I, I just think that the using the leveling, to like the actual level one, level through level forty, whatever, as a crutch to hide things behind that, so that you can't use it. That's not. Uh, that seems kind of weak to me. At, at this point in time, yeah. the leveling system just using levels doesn't make sense using light does make sense because at the end that's what we look at we don't look at our levels anymore we don't look it's like oh you're level 40 oh like what does that I'm mean
1: 39, I'm level 40.
0: oh my god you're you're level 40 scrub
2: i almost wish it was off levels though but i've said that
0: before <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's that's just some of the, the beefs that we have with regards to this game um obviously the the thing for the Xbox 360 and the PS3 are kind of not, well not to us but it is with regards to the community kind of concerning because they people who previously paid for this content they are they're feeling that they're being left completely behind it's the same thing that happened um with regards to year 1 people okay but the only thing i want to say about that Let's
2: get my two cents in and then um, I'll be done talking about talking about this topic because I can go on and on about it. But any you have an old console. That console is 11 years old, 12 years old. You cannot expect for people to keep making games for your console at that point. When Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 came out, no one expected games to keep being made for the original Xbox and the PlayStation 2. So I don't know why people now, when the console is even older than those were at that point, think that they deserve new games to be made for them. Those consoles are holding back the development of games, and there is no reason that the developers should not drop them and just make for the new consoles. I'm surprised that it took this long for a game like Destiny to drop them, because Destiny relies on a lot of power to run its world efficiently, and it's been held back by Old Gen in the past, and they're just not letting it happen.
0: The one thing I was going to say with regards to that is it's very simple. Whenever you make a purchase, you have to be educated about the purchase. Going into the game, if you bought the game expecting that you buy the main package and that's that and that you don't have to pay for anything else to experience the game, you did yourself a disservice and you didn't study what was necessary with regards to the game.
2: Yeah, I was being Mm taught. Of, uh, called an MMO. Even though it's not, it was being called one. And MMOs get updates every year that you have to pay for.
0: Exactly. So, given that every year you're going to have to pay to get the expansion or update to the game, means that you go in knowing full well that if you do not continue to pay once a year for this expansion, you're not going to get the full experience. Um, mm-hmm. And on top of that, looking at it from a, a Another way, your Xbox 360 most likely either had 20 gigabytes or 60 gigabytes. The main game itself was what v- vanilla was about 20 gigabytes in its own, along with taking with uh, Dark Below House War, and, House- and House of, House of yeah. Wolves. Taken King was about 16 gigabytes, <laughs> so that you you're going up to 36. So if you have 20 gigabytes, you're out of luck right there. -hmm. This is going to be another 14 gigabytes. So you're adding 40 gigabytes to the original game. This is just assuming that you have nothing else on that hard drive. You are just completely knocking out all 60 gigabyte 360s and uh, PS3s.
1: Yeah. No, no. Even still, like, they can't, they had trouble, like, fitting in, taking King. King.
0: Right. So to add, to to expect. Them to modify it so that it doesn't. That's just that's just unrealistic. And at this point, exactly. actually, I'm kind of surprised that they they knocked it out uh, the old gen. Uh, but it is it, it was a needed change to basically be able to provide the experience that people are looking for.
1: It was a pleasant surprise.
0: All right, so I, I think it, the the general consensus is we're all excited for this game. We're all going to be looking for the updates to the game um, coming soon with regards to um, news and vidocs and all that stuff. But there is one last thing I did want to talk about, and it is... The cat cloak. Well, that if you want to talk about that, that, that cat cloak plus the cat arm or whatever, that screams to me that that's the new iron, uh, Trial, Trials of Trials of, Asarius of Asarius. Yeah. Yeah. If they're actually it giving work. it an actual change from. It's been the same since year one.
1: Gonna be rocking that pussy. Line. Oh God!
0: Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed in you. you. You you took the the low low bridge. Oh, damn you! Be
1: sticking my iron in that. Oh pussy. God! Mm. Anyway, moving on swiftly.
0: Mm. Um, on that. That list that I was talking about with regards to the August date as opposed to the September date for the splitting off of the brands. Is it not interesting to you that they chose August, the month before, to do that? And if so, is something happening in August? Yes. That is going to... They might
1: be doing a thing like they did with Taken King where they... Like public events. They drop a major update for like guns and stuff, but who knows, honestly.
2: I think that's when we're going to see, like, start to see some civa stuff, maybe some public events to prepare yeah. for the update, and Moments of Triumph's year two.
1: Yeah, no, I think Moments of Triumph will be on Bungie Day. Oof. Like, because they did that last time, didn't they? They did.
2: You're right. It was Bungie yeah, Day that exactly. they did it last year.
1: Mm. Well, maybe that's when
2: they give us the emblems. Who knows? Maybe, maybe.
0: Well, all I can say is, um, so far, this has been the most positive reaction to any of the expansions that Bungie's put out. Um, 208,000
1: oh. people tuned in. That's insane. Well, the, not Plus, even... no one is, like,
0: just hating on it. Exactly. That, that's what exactly. I'm talking about. Like, like, Dark Below, like, we were just like, eh, Okay. Mm-hmm. um take uh the house of wolves had the unfortunate news of no raid yeah everybody mm-hmm. no
1: raid what and
0: then for all the good stuff that happened with regards to uh what is it the the taken king then uh, came know. out the pricing stuff then came what? out the stuff with luke smith the and-
2: taken king was just unfortunate because everybody was yeah. very salty about house of wolves
0: No, I don't think it was House of Wolves. I don't think it was House of Wolves. It was just the the communication between Bungie and the and the community with regards to how the pricing works. Because it was very confusing. At least here you're like, okay, you want uh you want uh, the Rise of Iron? Thirty bucks. Bam, go pre order right now if you want it. Get That bank ass,
2: exactly. There is some like, oh, is there a collector's edition coming? There's some that there going
0: around. The, the big rumor is that there is a, a collector's edition
2: that hasn't they been announced announce that. that will it's be announced the E3 reveal, right? Yeah,
0: but I just hope that they, if in announcing that, that they're like, if you chose to upgrade on online, you will have a package. Uh, say you do the like, like last year, pay an additional $20. You get the quote unquote collector's edition and you right. get special mm-hmm. gear. Yeah. You, you get just it. need to make sure there's a way for people who have already pre ordered it,
2: since it's already available for pre order, to get the collector's edition. And they need to explain that and make it nice and clear, and everything will be fine.
0: Exactly. So, was there anything else you guys wanted to throw in with regards to Rise of Iron so far? Nah, I think I'm good. What about you, Al? Uh,
1: it looks so cool, man. <laughs> It looks so cool. I
0: don't want to wait three months. It's so cool. It makes me crack my voice. Ah. Gosh, it's cracking all over the place. Oh my god! Ah. oh, God. Anyway. Okay, on that note. <laughs> on that note, swiftly moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, we thank you for listening to In Orbit. We're available on a ton of platforms, so make sure you guys are spreading the word and are voting on iTunes. We're on, as I mentioned, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Overcast for iOS, Stitcher, Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, and we also have an RSS feed. Let's talk about our sister's uh, podcast right here on the Mash Those Buttons Network. We have our Double Tap, our fighting In podcast released bi-weekly on Wednesdays for fans of Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and other fighting games. Wow Talk, our podcast dedicated to World of Warcraft, released bi weekly on Tuesdays. Watchpoint, our podcast focusing on the sights, sounds, and groans of your constant failure to stop Bastion and (laughs) D.Va, available bi weekly on Tuesday. Sit Rep Radio, our podcast dedicated to getting you up and around the streets of New York, released weekly on Mondays. And of course, We Are In Orbit, your resource dedicated to the Stargazers and Darkness Destroyers in Bungie's Galaxy, available bi-weekly on Monday. For any questions regarding scheduling, check, our, check out mashthosebuttons.com schedule for scheduling details. I'll also be putting information about the podcast on our new website, thetechnodrome.club. So, oh make sure you guys are checking that out for updates regarding the Technodrome as well as Mash Those Buttons, as we will be putting a whole bunch of information on there for you guys.
2: Also, PSA, because of what Jorge just said about the schedule, this is not a regularly scheduled broadcast.
0: Oh my god! Oh my. So, make sure that you're checking <laughs> out us checking us out on Twitter.com forward slash MTV site, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, YouTube.com slash Mash Those Buttons. David, where can people find
2: you at? You can find me on Twitter at DS underscore bolt or streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DS bolt. No spaces, no underscores.
0: Alan, where can people find you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at escalante 98 or on Twitch streaming. Not so often at escalante. But yeah, escalante. There you go. And I'm
0: available on Twitter at (laughs) go to NRG. That's G-O, the number two N-R-G. You can contact us with any questions to inorbitpodcasts at gmail.com. On behalf of David, Alan, myself, and the rest of the Inorbit team, we thank you for listening to our show. And as always, we'll see you star side on the next mission. L-
1: wait, before we oh go, actually. Oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. We actually do get a wolf uh, a wolf pack in Destiny, in Rise of Iron, and it's the Galahun because the wolf pack runs. There you go.
0: We'll see you star side on the next mission. Later days.
1: Bro, I don't
0: Oh my god. Peace out, homies.
1: <laughs> Hasta go.